Hello, Simon. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm all right, buddy. How have you been today? I've been busy, but it's been a good day, so I'm fine. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, we'll start off. We've got a sort of a, a real strange special podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two in instead of a singular. Yes, absolutely. So, um, when did you first meet our guests? Well, um, it's, it's a, well, it's over forty years ago. Jeez, uh, because <laughs> really, I mean, one of the guys is a bit of a, a local hero to me, uh, being a drummer. <laughs> Really? So, um, it's a, it's a long time ago, but I do remember watching these guys rehearse many, many years ago when we were probably maybe early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was so loud in this. Little yeah. Rehearsal. I remember that. It was unbelievable. I remember. But it was exciting at the same time. So yeah, absolutely. we've known these guys a long time. Absolutely. That's one band I definitely wanted to be in. Me too. So, ladies and gentlemen. We all did. <laughs> yeah, I think we did, yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to get straight to it, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Yeah. Paul Hale and Mr. Mark Holmes. Hello, Mark. Good evening, John. How are you doing, buddy? All right. Good, good, good. And thanks for coming along on our third podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, no problem. And hello, Paul. Hello, John. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, mate. Good, mate, good. Thanks for coming with Mark. You yep, two joined right. at the hip, you two. So. He, he drove. We get you good. both in. Yeah, we thought that was a good idea, didn't we, Sam? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'll start with Mark, because uh, obviously we've got a lot to cram in, ladies and gentlemen, on this show. So, Mark, when did you start playing guitar? Start? Well, I started on the drums. I didn't really? start on the guitar. I didn't yes, know I'm that. a drum kit. Oh, I see. Yes. Um, Crunky. 50 years ago, mate. Jesus. Uh, really? Yes, well, it, like most people, the drums didn't last long because they were too loud. My mum didn't <laughs> like it. Couldn't rehearse anywhere. Give that up. Mum, Dad, and Holdy, they bought an acoustic guitar back with them from Spain. Cool. That sat in the corner for a few months. I thought, well, I'll pick that up and then uh, all start from there. Normally, you'd, normally you bring a sort of sombrero and a nodding donkey from Spain. Well, donkey, <laughs> normally bring yeah. a... <laughs> yeah. well, the donkey came with the guitar, I think. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> And what about you, Paul? When did you start? Oh, God. Well, I'm, it must have been for sort of late... No, it was probably about 1974, something like that. Right. Yeah, 1974. So... I was, uh, yeah, yeah, I was still, still a youngster at the time, obviously, but... Uh, so, yeah. Paul, you are originally from London. Yeah. You are saying West yeah, London. Yeah, yeah. So... Were you playing drums? Were you in, in, in bands when you were? No, no. I actually moved up to this part of the world <clears throat> when I was uh, when I was eight, and okay. uh, and I didn't actually pick up a pair of drumsticks till I was about eighteen. Okay, which was way too late, really, and uh, that's held me back ever since. That's my <laughs> my excuse. Um, but yeah, I, I was just uh, leaving. I was just leaving school, just about to go to college, and uh, someone in the classroom was selling a couple of drums for eight quid. Oh. Which was a bass drum, and a snare drum, um, and I think a, a hi hat. I think that was it. Mm. And uh, I found a floor tom to match it for, for four quid, I think. So my wow. first kit cost me twelve quid. Wow! wow. And that, that was uh, when I was about, uh, yeah, probably about twenty, twenty-one, I guess. So, so what made you want to play the drums? Why were you interested? Oh. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't remember what what's kind of set my interest off in the first place but as a kid I remember always having boxes and saucepans and things and, and wanting to hit them with mm. wooden spoons oh, you I know. Did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You still um, do. <laughs> I remember um, a record I bought and um, this is going back a long long time but I was only only little and that was uh, Dave Clark 5. 
Okay. And Dave Clark was a drummer and uh, was the leader of the band. And, that. and and what was it? Bits and Pieces, I think. And I, I loved that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great song. And that's prob- that is probably what started me off as a being interested in playing drums. Mm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, uh, Mark, yeah, so... You uh, obviously your mum and dad brought you this yes. guitar back. Well, didn't buy it for me. You bought it for my brother. <laughs> you bought it for your brother. Yeah, he didn't want it, and uh, right. I, I picked so, up had a girl and thought, well, oh, I think I'll probably need to have some lessons. I think. Right. So um, that, she bought it for you, but oh yeah. So what? Well, you weren't the favourite then, obviously. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah. Third, third born, wasn't I? Thinking you're never the favourite when you're third. Third born. No, I suppose <laughs> not. So what? Can you remember what make that was? Not a clue. Some no. really cheap, nasty look alike. Right. Acoustic, yeah. Ah, right, okay, cool. Yes. So, lessons. Did you have lessons? Yes. Uh, there used to be a school along Dawson Road in Yarmouth, uh, in, in Lowestoft. Uh, they used to do evening classes. And ah, I, right. I had, went for ten weeks, learnt about four chords. Yeah. Um, did a bit of sort of a claw hammer picking with uh, Streets of London. Or oh, yeah, yeah, the old classic. Uh, I think, oh, yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I got bored with that. Uh, it was absolutely crap, and I, did, I didn't want to play that rubbish, and I wanted to play Led Zeppelin instead. Yeah, I, they we... didn't really teach that, so no, I left. No. I think we all know in this room you're a bit of a Jimmy Page fan. I love Jimmy Page. He's yeah. a man. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of gather that when, you know, when yeah, we've been... Band. It's not an easy place to start, is it? No, 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 no. But I mean, some of the riffs, you know, when you, you know, when you play a bit, they are they are easier than you think. But uh, not when you start off. But no, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that was the only my only ever band, really. But, yeah. Well, uh, well, and Budgie, I should say. Sorry, I get oh yeah, Budgie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Paul introduced me to Budgie, so. Because you two, you two guys, well, I'm not jumping ahead of here, you yeah. two supported Budgie in the Yes. Yeah, did a few few gigs with them, yeah. Because yeah. I know you're a big Budgie fan, aren't you? Yeah, Bob? massive. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Because this year we we had the death, didn't we, of, yeah. of Burke Shelley. Burke Shelley died yeah. earlier this year, yeah. Which was uh, a great yeah. loss. Absolutely. A big yeah. influence, Burke Shelley, to a yeah. lot of Absolutely. bands today, Metallica, yeah. I mean... Yeah. I, those bands, I mean, they're yeah. all... Van Halen. Van Halen. Maiden. Maiden, yeah, yeah absolutely. Covered, covered them, yeah. 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 Mm. Do you like Budgie song? Yeah, I did. And I, I saw them at the last of college many yeah. years ago. Yeah. Were you supporting them? Yes, yeah. we were. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So what so, band yeah. was that, guys? Um, I'll learn a gun. Oh, ah, right. yeah. yeah. So talking of bands and... and I mean, I remember you most from being Al Vernagan and maybe the Bastry Kids and Buster James, of course. Mm. But... You must have you must have been in some bands before that. What were you doing before that? No, <laughs> you, 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 no, no. no. Well, Paul was. I was Paul. Mm. Paul you were in a punk band. Band. Yeah, I was in. A, and I yeah. was in this, the second incarnation of the Crabs, which was a band really from Great Yarmouth area. Yeah. Um, the the first Alverna Gun was me, um, a guy called Ashley, and a guy called Phil. And uh, Ashley left and went and joined the Crabs, and then he got me into them as well when their when their drummer left. How um, long were you in the Crabs for? Not long, really. Probably it was less than a year. Right. Yeah, okay. it wasn't very what long. What year was this? Yeah, Christ, probably about 78, I guess. Okay. About 78. Getting towards the end of the punk thing. Yeah. I, and I left um, when I, I kind of resisted the advances of the manager. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah. We were just signed to an, a, a London management company, and uh, we some do. We were, I think we went to Bad Company's last night's um, party after their show at Wembley oh, cool. yeah. and uh, we went back to the managers and the, and the managers jumped into bed with me in the middle of the night Good Lord, <laughs> no way. and I, there was like all you know fists and feet and I 
kit sort of defended myself and uh, <laughs> he, uh, I got up the next morning and just said, I want me, want me train fare, I'm going. And I, and I, you know, he was in a flat in Putney, he lived. Yeah. And I, uh, I came back and I went in the wherry in Lowestoft for a, ah, for a cool. beer on my own. Yeah. And saw Phil, uh, Phil the old guitar player from Alverna Gun, sitting there with, uh, with Mark. Cool. And uh, Phil said, oh, what are you doing? I said, oh, I've just, just left. And he said, oh, come and join us. So that's how I first met Mark. And, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Last time you got yeah. together. Yeah. That. Yeah. What, what year was that? So that was 78? 78, 79, yeah, wasn't it? Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cause, well, yeah, because I met Phil. He, he, Phil was a great guitar player then. Um, yeah, yeah. And... Um, Phil who, by the way? Case anybody... Phil Quantrill. Phil Quantrill, yeah. just yes. in case anybody yeah, was... Yeah, yeah, that was about yeah. that time. And... and well, I was in a band, but it wasn't really a band. We didn't really have a name. Didn't didn't really do any gigs. No. Uh, with a drummer from I can't even remember the guy's name. No, drummer from Yama somewhere. And we used to rehearse out of that way and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse, and that's all we did. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do any gigs uh, whatsoever. And then uh, I also met Paul, and then uh, um, sort of went from there. Really, wasn't it? Yeah. And we, uh, yeah. We landed in the old uh, annex at the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a forever race, uh, forever place to rehearse. And uh, Christ, we there years, yeah. weren't we? We did, we did four or five years there rehearsing, yeah, two, three, four nights a week. And when we left, you could actually physically move the window frames and the door frames in and out because <laughs> all the mortar had gone. <laughs> and yeah, no, no party in the windows, nothing. It was never a quiet rehearsal because we used to rehearse with what we used to gig with. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The whole PA lights. Well, that everything. filled the wall. I can remember going in there when I was a younger lad, and <clears> that, that, that filled the wall, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, he had, he just, had four AC thirties. Keith had two AC thirties. Steve had six Fox one by eighteens. Then there was a one K PVPA the other end, and uh, in a room we had all twice on. the size of this. That's yeah, it. Like a double garage, really. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. Wow. So, how's the hearing? You are too bad, actually. Mine's really bad. Yeah, mine's not too bad, considering. But it's okay. I've got tinnitus, but you know. Yeah, I've got that. It's a drummer's thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a No, I've been reasonably fortunate, I think, really, considering I. Because I just have to play loud, I'm afraid. That's me. We know it. Yeah, I know. It's kind of help, but I love it. I get off on it. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Yeah, that's great. You do. Once they get going and you get that just, oh, that aura, that fantastic sound. Like a buzz, isn't it? That is. That is for me. Um, So, from forming, so Alvernigan, did you get together and formed Alvernigan or was it already together? No, that was already a band before I came along. uh, Yeah, the first Alvernigan was was me, Ashley Morse and Phil Quantrill. Yeah. And we probably only did a couple of years and played around pubs around here. Yeah. But Phil was a big Budgie fan when I met Phil. And, right. Uh, um, we were the same age, but not, we were at the same school, but not in the same class. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah he introduced me to Budgie. Um, and then we, we carried on for a while when I rejoined with Phil and we got Steve on bass, Steve Gamble on bass, yeah. and, and uh, then Keith Thacker on vocals. Yeah. Phil um, had other things he wanted to do. And so we we didn't have Phil anymore, and we thought we're going to have to get a lead player because Mark only played rhythm then. We said we're going to have to get a lead. where are we going to find a lead guitarist? And Mark went, well, I'll give it a go. So we said, all right. So he, off he went home to sort of, and so we came back the next rehearsal might be the next day or whatever. Yeah. And we did biggest thing since Powder Milk Budgie, mm. and it got to the break, and we just kind of like waited, 
and he played it note for note. Off, that like does it was, surprise me. Like it was off the record. Oh, with, yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, right, okay, you got the job. You got the job. Yeah. I, yeah. I think at that time, that was just how many notes you could fit in in, the, in about 10 seconds. Yeah, right? yeah. Get yeah. 200 in there. You can, you know. <laughs> well, no, what I'm going to say, guys, is now we'll just, we'll just go forward a bit before we go back again. Yeah. Because uh, and, and with the Algona, Alverna gun theme... What, how much of a surprise was it when um, the British heavy metal movement in the, in the States got yeah. in contact with you and you've now got that demos on vinyl? Yeah, that's right, yeah. It was about um, it was summer last year, so in, in 21, yes. a, a guy called Nick from a record company in San Francisco in California uh, messaged me through, um, through Facebook and asked me if I am the same Paul Hale, that it was in Alverna Gun. I said, yeah. So he said, uh, we, we want to release an album for your demos. And uh, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> and I, I don't think I even replied at first. Going, yeah, yeah, of course you do. But, um, yeah, I, and over the course of the next year, they took what we, the only thing we had on tape, really, which wasn't very much. It wasn't real quality, but they, they kind of remastered it and mm. then they worked on the, the cover and stuff like that and kept sending us through the proofs. Fantastic. And uh, it came out in July this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, July it came That's out. That's surprising, really, because yeah. I was a proper cassette recorder and a cassette recorder and a cassette recorder. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we really cleaned it up. and, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, 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 it sounds really nice. Yeah. But, Some great uh, tracks on there, though. Over the last, uh, oh, over the, all those years, the, the new wave of British heavy metal movement has still, you know, been flourishing in other parts of the world. Of course. Um, and I have had contact with people for doing it in magazine or radio stations in places like Brazil and Poland and all that. So, wanted to do an interview. So there's there's been that interest. That's amazing. Albeit a very small little little niche group, but uh, there's it's still flourishing now. The amount of when you start looking for the uh, new wave of British heavy metal sites on Facebook, there's dozens and dozens of them. You know, some of those riffs on that album, what Mark has done, you you could, you know, you would think. That's, they're kind of like something that Metallica would have done. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. you know, which is I oh, think sure. one, of, one, of, one of Mark's strengths. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is his riff right? Yeah. I know he's sitting yeah. in the corner laughing his head off, but it's true, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? That is absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah. the, the guy doesn't yeah. realise. I mean, and those riffs when I, that album, I, and you just think, well, you would hear that on a, as I said, a Metallica album or make one of those yeah. bigger rock bands, just yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's great stuff. It's really it's good. Good reviews. Good. It was yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. That was a bit of a surprise to the other guys, then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we hadn't actually seen each other for quite a few years, had we? No, no. Um, but to get to get Steve and Keith um, back together with us, for, we went out for a beer together, and we yeah, had a bit good. of a laugh about laugh. it. Really, yeah, yeah, we just yeah, couldn't, yeah. couldn't believe that someone wanted to do that. So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Steve and Keith, they don't play anymore. I take it. No, no. Steve says he plays his acoustic occasionally, but he doesn't doesn't play bass anymore. And Steve hasn't, um, Keith hasn't sung for yeah, years. He yeah, he certainly yeah. don't sing. I think he, he he did play guitar then, acoustic, and I think he's got electric guitar. But I don't, he, he doesn't do anything. No, no. just play, no. plays at home. I think. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. So um, going back now, we'll go yeah. back to uh, Alverna and um, me and Simon used to see you. So. What was the next band after that, Mark? What what band did you join? Did that just Alverna? Did that just well, finish? Um, yeah, because well, there was a bit of a transition with Phil leaving, 
uh, and then uh, getting Keith and Steve in, and yeah. then we had uh, Monty in. Oh, Monty, yes. of course. Yeah. yeah, Monty played with us uh, for a while. With yeah. the Blue Flying V. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we did, uh, a, we did a Roger f- um, James from Buster James yes. band came, came along, and he... Because his band had had an album, had a deal, an album deal back in the late seventies, yeah. and uh, they, the company went bust. But they were signed to the managing director of the company, and he wasn't wouldn't release them from his the contract. He thought he could still sell the band somewhere. Right. So basically, they couldn't do anything. They were tied up in this contract. So uh, the band folded. Um, a few years later, um, Roger thought it'd be nice to get a band together yeah. and do a one-off gig at South Pier in Lowestoft and, and he came and asked me and Mark if we were interested in doing it so which we did and what year was that 83 yeah yeah 1983 so, so yeah, the band yeah, we was yeah. contracted with which you couldn't get were they called Buster James yeah yeah they were called Buster James yeah they were called Crow yeah that was before yeah back in the early 70s they were Crow yeah um then uh, mid seventies, there's when they changed the name to, the, well, Crow folded, and three members of Crow joined Ray Dorsett from Mungo Jerry for, oh, when okay. he he replaced all the members of his band with with basically everybody from Crow except Roger. <laughs> right. um, so uh, yeah, the Roger started again with with Buster James Band. Hmm. Was Buzz in that? Buzz was in Crow. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Just trying to right, yeah. Cause, and uh, yeah, Buzz. Because our previous guest of ours, All right? Yeah, Tim, who was uh, our guest last week. Yeah, he he did eighteen months with with Roger. Yeah, and yeah. recorded because he was talking about recording that in Wapping. Did he say? Yeah, recording yeah. album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the same studio that yeah, Albert and the Gun used. Elephant studio. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Wapping yeah. Wall Elephant. Yeah. Or used to do your demos there. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I don't suppose there was the recording facilities back then, no, as no. there is today. And, and it was Roger who told us about the studio in 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 Wapping, so and we booked in and went down there. Right. So going going back a little bit to Alvernica when you first started doing gigs. I mean, were you playing mostly covers, or were you straying with the original songs? Um, the off. I think we were writing pretty well from day yeah, one, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had. Um, well, you uh, were probably more than anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, original material was the main uh was a goal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the original yeah, band uh, yeah there's a few obviously with a, i mean like any band or that you've got to throw a few covers in yeah if you're doing yeah, gigs somewhere uh, and generally they were budgie covers <laughs> we, we played a lot of budgie covers <laughs> a lot of budgie covers. <laughs> there was a point where we played so many budgie covers we, we tribute was, yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a thing at the time um these records at the time called stars on 45 i don't oh, know yeah, if anybody yeah. would ever remember yeah. that now but well we do because yeah, yeah. we're the old rockers yeah, indeed. Yeah. So we we actually had a bit with with we did this edit of the intro tune for starting forty five, and then started the band started playing, and we played about six or seven or eight budgie songs all put together in a medley, mm-hmm. yeah. um, live just so we could get them all in because otherwise we, uh, yeah, we couldn't yeah, do we it. Really, we did really love them a lot, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> we had to see them. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. you supported quite a lot of people back in the day, didn't you, at the West Wanton Pavilion? Yeah, we used to... Go, I, mean, I was on the phone to the secretary there um, every week. I love that um, venue. Yeah, it was superb. What a loss, eh? Um, absolutely. But uh, uh, she, she... I used to say, is there anybody yet? Yeah, anybody, you know, you've got in this week, you know, that you've had come in this week that's not got a support already in? And, and she said, oh, we might have... And we played with, with 
Hawkwind and Hawkwind, yeah, the yeah. guys that became FM um, Wildlife. Well, yeah, yeah, Wildlife. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw them as Wildlife. Yeah, yeah. great band. Um, oh, I can't remember. Your Budgie, of Budgie, course. Yeah. There's quite a few. I can't remember. Yeah, I saw Motorhead there. Wow, that was loud. Oh. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't see Motorhead there. But, yeah, yeah, I saw Motorhead in the early days with Fast Eddie Clark and Yeah, Filthy Animal on the drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I saw the Damned. They were there. Well, they used to, yeah. didn't let me have something to do with the damned. Just changing the subject. I, th- oh, I thought he used to g- he get up and something. gig with them, didn't he, at some point? Yeah, something to do with I'm sure he did. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, Oh, that's great. So, um, we'll say now, Al Verna, you, you, you did the, that sort of gig with Roger, and as you say, a one-off. Yeah, yeah. So what made that then become... Did Roger then come up to you and say, guys, I want to do some more? Do you, are you interested? Or? Yeah, that was it. Really, even then, maybe, yeah. f- maybe yeah. a few months come, went past. In the meantime, Keith had decided to go off to university, hadn't he? That's right, yeah. And so, yeah, then Roger was looking to, to do put the band back together again that had done the one-off and do a few gigs. And and, and we, we joined up, and I think it was probably about 86 before we had a break again from them. Yeah. Yeah, we did have a little spell with Boston and then uh, uh, Boston kids what, going what, along. What, um, yeah, we'll get on to that. We'll get on to that. But what was the line-up then? Oh, that was Buzz Hunt yeah. um, and Mark, the two guitar players, uh, Richard Young Dick Young on keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Warns on bass. Yeah. And yeah. myself, yeah, and Roger, of course. Yeah, of course. vocals, yeah. Great. I, yeah. I can remember that. Um, some gigs that you did with uh, in the early days of... And, and Roger really had it. Oh, it, God, yeah. Yeah. A great front man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, really, really powerful yeah. voice. He, you know, those early days, he yeah. was really good. What sort of gigs were you doing then? Oh, <clears throat> and we would we would do some further afield, but I think we'd got the, the band before before me and Mark played. The, the, they'd been touring for, for years, really, up and, yeah. down the, up and down the country. But I think the band had got to a point where they weren't, we weren't going to live out the back of a van or in the back of a van like the band had done previously. We were just doing the odd gig further afield. Um, yeah. We went over yeah. to Wales and down, yeah. you know, down playing London and Croydon and places like that. But uh, yeah, we we mainly around East Anglia. So you, you, <coughs> were you looking for a record deal with this band or um, <coughs> we did, we did do some recording and demos and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was funny. There was that time around the mid '80s where it seemed that the record companies were only signing, um, like the two front people in the band, maybe the two songwriters or you know, guitarist, singer, or whatever. They weren't signing the whole band, mm, right, yeah. and uh, um, that's when me and Mark decided to go go off and do the Bass Street Kids. This Roger and Dick seemed to be in a position where they were getting some interest, but it wasn't necessarily going to be right, the band. Right, right, yeah. So. Uh, we decided to go and do do something else. So right, okay. So so Mark, you then started the Bastry Kids. Yes. Um, same kind of situation. You used to rehearse, rehearse together, rehearsed up some songs, new songs, new. Obviously, what more members were in the band? Yeah. Well, uh, Richard Turner. Do you know well, him? Who son? I know very well. well yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Lance Fickling. Okay. Yeah. Great player, Lance. Yeah. Kirk. Kirk on the Another keys, great yeah. player. Yeah. Um, Paul and myself. Right. Um, How did that all come about then? That's, that's what interests me. How did that come about? 
Did can't Richard approach you? Yeah, or I can't quite remember you, how Richard well, came along. Did you have auditions or something like that? Yeah, we, I, yeah, I think we had an audition, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. His, his, my, my partner at the time worked with his brother. Who's brother? Richard's brother. Richard's, Richard's brother. brother. Ah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. said, you know, he, he, he was uh, a singer and uh, we were we were just start, we'd, we'd bought some, like a little home studio and we were recording in the back room of my house, weren't we? <laughs> But at the time, it was before Lance had joined us, Steve from yeah, Alverna Gunnard yeah. was playing bass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, we, we had another guy along, actually come along, who was a good singer as well, Rich, uh, Sean McClacken. He, he was a good singer, wasn't he? Um, yeah. But then uh, we, we, we hadn't sort of settled on the lineup, and then we met Richard. Richard came along, and he'd already had a couple of songs written, didn't he? Yeah. Full of confidence, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's rich. And, and he drove it forward, really. He yeah, did, uh, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. He, he did. He saw a letter, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. You know, what we were doing and what, and sort of what we're going to look like. Because it was a sort of Bon Jovi era, era at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He loved Bon Jovi, Rich, in the he early did, days, didn't yeah. he? He loved that sort of material. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and when we so, sort of started that way, didn't we? Richard's yeah. brother, wasn't he a roadie for Buster James? Wasn't yes, he was. Yeah, Gary East, a roadie for Buster no, James. Yeah. So. It's a small world around here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I know. Yeah, we all know each I other. I didn't know that you started the Bass Street Kids. I, I thought that. I thought that for some reason I, I was under the impression it was Richard. No, no, it's me and Mark. Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah. So how did the um, obviously Steve must have uh, got didn't want to do it or yeah, or, I'm not sure what, what happened what, with Steve. Um, he, 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 we got notes note put through my letterbox one night a week before we were due to go in and record track for a compilation album up in Yorkshire right, right. and uh, yeah, a note come through my letterbox and yeah. uh, I'd looked out the window and I saw the back of someone walking out my car that's why it looks like Steve and I picked the note up to say he quit I still don't know that don't know why to this day oh. um, but uh, Lance had actually played for a few months at the end of yeah. Alverna Gun so the first person ah. we thought of was Lance really yeah 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 he's such a such a great bass player he, he picks is. stuff up yeah. just like that yeah, you know? yeah so we knew that he'd be ready for the studio a week later yeah yeah, so, yeah. he's a great player Lance yeah I, I really respected Lance yeah, when me I first too. met me him and back in the old King's Head jamming days yeah and yeah I thought, oh my god, I better go home and learn to do. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I love about Lance's playing is 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 he he can do all the clever stuff. Yes, he can. But when it needs to just pump, and you know, he he'll drive it. Yeah, yeah. And he'll play, you know, as as whatever's needed. He'll he'll you know. He'll do that. He won't That's over right. overdo the overdo it. Yeah, yeah. But he's a great player. Yeah. Yeah, he is a great player. So you went to do a demo. Do you say you went to do a final? It track was a, yeah. It was a, yeah. it was a Hemingbrough Hall in North Yorkshire. It was a it was a. Uh, a compilation album for some record company. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did that come about then? How did you get that? No, I, couldn't, I can't remember. I can't remember. No, I can't either. I was just trying to think um, of the, the Ames Project thing as well with uh, Bill Yeah, Wyman. we did the Ames Project with Bill Wyman. Actually, yeah, that was while oh, Steve was still yeah. with us. While Steve was still in there, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, she, uh, he, rather, um, set up a project to... Yeah, to help some younger bands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, he also had the Rolling Stones mobile studio, which was in a big Arctic, and uh, thought it would be nice to to get that out and let other people use it. Really, have a taste of what it was like to mm. work in a studio of you know that size and quality. Mm. Um, and everybody could submit a tape. We had this little four track studio in in our back room, yeah, and we yeah, yeah. did a couple of songs, sent that in, and. Uh, and lo and behold, we got we contact from Bill Wyman's office and asked to go along for the 
to play in the, to record in the, in the studio with fantastic with he must it. have heard something he liked well i was a bit strange mm. see because when they said uh, yeah you come along uh, oh great so we rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed this song that we thought we were going to be doing and okay we got there we no, we aren't doing that. No, we're doing this one. You're doing the other one. Really? Blimey. Wow. Yeah, they picked the other song, didn't they? Yeah. But the engineer was the guy that, that always toured with mm. the Stones, did their live sound as well. You know, he was, a, he was their main sound man, and, and it was a, just a privilege, really, to work with, on that scale with people. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah How long did you get to record? Like we only a had a day. Hours. We oh, just day? had a well, day. Yeah. Bad. No, 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 it's great. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a great experience at the time yeah. for us. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. And, and because it was the first day, wasn't it, of the yeah. whole project, um, and he was going to be touring the country, yeah, yeah. Um, it was Look East and about Anglia and the, the, the Eastern Daily Press and all these yeah. people there, and we had to yeah. keep stopping and doing interviews. And so. Great press. So it was, it was, Great press. How old would you guys be then? Uh, well, Paul a lot older than me, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Um, well, is Paul the oldest here in the studio? Possibly. 30s, wasn't it? Yeah, I, 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 I must have been late 20s yeah. at the time, yeah. Pretty close, yeah. yeah. Cool. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great experience, that is, with the... Will Bill Wyman thing. Yeah, and, uh, I good. forgot about that because there was. Yeah. I can remember a picture now of of you guys yeah, with Bill yeah. Wyman. That surfaced on Facebook recently, actually. Yeah, that's right. That did. East Anglia Music Archive. They keep digging up this stuff, don't they? So I can also in also in the Bass Street Kid days because um, you went on the TV and and did was that Search for Star? Or something? It, it was uh, yeah, it was Sky TV. Sky TV. Yeah. Sky Star they, Search. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And was that in a similar situation? Do you send a demo in and they just, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, we had a guy, a friend of ours, um, who was kind of like acting as manager at the time, and, and he kind of took over, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He pushed that. Yeah, and he, we, he, we go on there, don't we? Yeah. Great. We, uh, oh, we won one heat, and then uh, yeah, then the band fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, yes. oh right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what happened? Because I just want to recap you guys i remember a little story when your bus caught fire yes, yes. what about that Mark? what happened there well we were traveling in london for a gig uh because you used to play in london a lot didn't yes you? Yeah. what we used to do uh, we used to hire a coach 45 seater um store all the gear underneath and uh we used to have a bit of a fan base we used to come along on the old coach yeah uh we got just outside ipswich and uh Someone laughed and joked and said, oh, there's a bit of smoke at the back. <laughs> Someone's dropped a cigarette. Uh, and then, uh, literally, the, the, the coach was burnt out within about 15 minutes. Yeah, it melted. Oh. melted. Did you get the gear out? Yeah, we, we, yeah. the fire was oh. coming up the coach as we were dragging the gear out from underneath. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the engine compartment as we were dragging yeah. the gear out was glowing red. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. ridiculous. Wasn't was that a fuel leak or something? I've n- no, no idea. idea. No, no idea. The engine caught fire. People formed a chain up the verge yeah. of the, the side of the A12 and were passing the gear along to get it away from the, yeah. from the heat oh of the bus going God. up. Yes. That was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, that what? went up so quick. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. that yeah. I remember that yeah. picture with you all. T- yeah, and well, in the background. sport, that one. Yeah, I managed Jeff at the time. Right. So get in front of the bus and took a photograph, and, and then he 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 got his thumb out and he got a lift up to the because 
no one had a mobile phone in those no, days. No, of course. It, it should lift up to the next um, next garage. And he was on the phone to everybody, radio, newspapers, a lot. Right. Um, no one was particularly interested in <laughs> who the hell was the pastry kids. But the um, Sunday Sport thought it was great. So, um, <laughs> Would you have a top off, Paul? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> um, so they, they, they printed the photograph. But being the Sunday sport, they had to kind of elaborate the story a little bit and yeah, say yeah. that it was actually an alien spacecraft passing oh, over. Yeah. And they were rappers and, and heard, saw this metal band in this coach and zapped us. So, <laughs> yeah. Feasible? Feasible? Yeah, it's quite quick. Yeah. Wow. Could, could have happened. Could have happened. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, what were you playing at the time, Mark? What guitar were you playing? Guitar? Washburn. Yeah. The Washburn oh, Falcon. That. I've had. Uh, I remember that. For my 18th birthday, my mum and dad bought me that. Oh, oh right. So where you yeah. moved up the list from number three, five up to number two at the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I was at that point. Yeah, well, that was fantastic. my 18th birthday present. Yeah, so, yeah, I've had that quite a while. This uh, resides under the bed now. Right. Yeah. Still got it, then? I still got it, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 won't, I won't sell that. No. No. Well, it's got a lot of memories, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, blimey, yeah, yeah. And the Fox AC30s, you were still no, using them at that no. time? Oh, that time? Um, no. Oh. I was using a PV, yeah, Stereo Chorus 400, I think, 2x12 uh, at that point. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not much of a gear person, really. I'll just, uh, you know, uh, whatever sound half decent, I'll, I'll play for it. Uh, so I'm not a... been many years before I bought myself a Gibson, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. So the, when the bus caught fire, did you... So what happened? You just... Well, how'd you get back home, or would you? No, do? we uh, the the uh, coach company got another coach, and we waited for that to turn up, and then we travelled on the gig. Oh, she's yeah. still the gig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Show must yes. go on. Well, yeah. of course. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> Where was the gig, by the way? In London. Uh, so was it uh, Brentford? Brentford, somewhere like Bre- Brentford, Brentford Red Lion. Yeah, that? yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he said, yeah, because yeah, we used gigs to, in London. I'm sure you know some of the gigs in London yeah. at the time, Simon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. New Merlin's Cave, did you ever do that one? No. No? no well, that was good, because they didn't have a dressing room, so we were out on the pavement getting changed yeah. before we went on. And that was the one next to the rainbow, with the, with the, um, the oh, four inches yeah. of water in the dressing room. George Roby. George Roby. Yeah. Yeah. You got changed in an dress. open sewer, you know, and it was... Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was yeah. disgusting. Like yourself, so I'm <laughs> <having> curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. at that time, then you were obviously going to London to do the London gigs. Was it because you were trying to get some A and R people interested? Yeah, that was the that yeah. was the plan. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Did we did really enjoy. Well, we did a lot of gigs in Norwich first, and that yeah. that paid for the London gigs because yeah. uh, you know the usual story. Yeah, you know, yeah, do a London gig. You know, here's a hundred tickets to sell. Well, hang on, well, we come from East Anglia. Yeah. Yeah. How the hell are we going to sell hundred tickets? But yeah, yeah. That's, that's how we did it. If you've got a following, yeah, you know, so, then then it, yeah. it, of course it's great. But you've got to play the gigs to get a following, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the it took a coach along, wasn't it? So yeah, the London bands had such an advantage because you know them. They could get a crowd in, and we we couldn't yeah. come in. Of course, they yeah. never paid, never paid any money, did they? So no, no. Uh, one of them. So. That was part of the deal. Then, all being there with yeah. that situation. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you got to do it, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really yeah. hope that you know someone's going to be there, you know, right place, right time. Yeah. Um, we never took any money out of we. We did two or three gigs in Norwich, or, or around this area, and then uh, then spent that on on subsidising yeah. the transport down to. Yeah. Down to London. Down to London, yeah. Well, I, that was the place to be at the time, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. Well, so, and the good thing is that you had a, a fan base here, which is going yeah, up with yeah, you. Yeah, which pretty, is yeah. A, yeah, which yeah is pretty great. reasonable at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Oh, that's great. Mm. So time. you were saying after the Sky Search thing, uh, the yeah. band, what, just, <clears throat> what happened after um, that? 
We actually we did um, opportunity knocks as well. Oh wow! Did you really? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> we went down for a uh, well, Mr. Or, Green or, or Mr. No, Dawson. No, no, all, all <laughs> no <dishes>. relation, obviously. <laughs> and, and it was absolutely ridiculous. You know, we, we were a sort of rock band at the time, and we we turned up at the studio. Uh, with a uh, desk full of people sat there, and they go, well, "You're standing there. Right? You're standing there. You're st- on X marks the spot, and you couldn't move from it." Like, hey, yeah, this is yeah. this is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously we didn't get on the show. Yeah, no, uh, right. at that point. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, yes, yeah, Well, I think it was pretty much. Um, any supports, guys? Did you do any supports from um, any? We played. Played. We played at the Marquee, and and yeah, there was a good venue called the Dome in in Islington, and we played with Mama's Boys and people like that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You done the Marquee, something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the old one, wasn't it? The old Marquee. No, no, it wasn't. Just, it was actually the, the, the new Marquee. One, it was the, mentioned yeah. the Mama's Boys because I was in a band called Air Race a few years ago, yeah. and the singer Keith. Right. I'm sure he joined the Mama's Boys. Right, okay. I don't know if he, yeah. if he was with them then, but he was in the Mama's Boys. Right, okay. Keith Morell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 Fantastic. Is he that big guy, Simon? No. Who am I thinking of? That? I don't know who you're thinking of. <laughs> Must be, was it the guitar player? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, of Laurie, I think. Laurie. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Yeah. I do grits. Yeah. So that's what you, that's what you, you're doing the London shows, yeah. mostly supports. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you get to the stage where you, you did your own gigs or? Um, yes, but obviously, but the, around East Anglia, we were we yeah. were at a point where we could we could headline a, a show, but in, in London yeah. generally we didn't, did we? Yeah. Oh, actually, no, we were we were we, like, places like the like the Red Line in Brentford. We were yeah. there. we were headlining, yeah. but. Uh, mm. And how many yeah. gigs were you doing, like, a month at that stage? I reckon we were doing two or three in London, weren't we, a month? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then maybe half a dozen around here to make yeah. the money to go and do the London gigs. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite a lot of shows, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah we were down there all. There were more gigs back then as well, yeah, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, around, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think pretty much all, all those gigs down there were gone, aren't they? Yeah, not all, now. All they the must Jordan have. and uh, uh, Ming Fiedler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Fiddler's still there, I think. Is it? about the Powerhouse and... Oh, yeah. What is that, Islington? It, yeah. I don't know if that's there yeah. anymore. Yeah. Of course, the, the Marquis has um, gone, isn't it? What's the one in Stratford? Is that one there? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, the Raw Standard. Raw Standard, yeah. yeah. You played there a few times. Yeah, yeah. you played there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Climax Blues. New Merlin's Cave. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard of that one. Yeah. Well, it's cave. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a cave. The yeah. Greyhound in Shepherd's Bush. That was yeah. another one. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Is it Half Moon? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's yeah, we didn't days. do that. Yeah. yeah, never did that. He doesn't say much, our producer, but when, <laughs> but what he says is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's quite intelligent. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, in, in the mix with all those gigs, we were recording as well. Uh, yeah. At, wow. Yeah. At Hammy's. Ah, purple. Uh, Mr. Hamilton's yeah. bungalow. Yes. With yeah. the studio uh, up in the loft. Yes, I remember uh, that. Uh, I just you know, the, uh, the guitar mm. sort of space was his lounge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Real, it? Yes, yeah. yeah and then, uh, he moved to Norwich in the... Uh, like an old church, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 in Trouss, yeah. I mean, he's, he's still producing an engineer in Vancouver now, isn't he? He's still I don't know, isn't quite he? Quite busy, yeah. yeah. 
fantastic. Working he, with them. He's had some quite some... Quite established jobs. artists, yeah. 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 And genres, right across the genres as well. Yeah, yeah. he has, yeah. yeah. Does he live on a boat or something? I don't think he is now, but if he is well, this, he, then he might have to... No, it could be right, boat, but... I think. Yeah. Yeah, Such a while, you know, since... I speak to him occasionally. I keep asking him when he's going to come back and we can have a beer yeah. for old time's sake yeah but, uh, of course yeah he's a good good guy Hammy and everybody knows Hammy don't they everybody yeah, then absolutely. worked with Hammy yeah yeah, yeah we all have ok guys we were talking about you know you're doing some gigs around uh, London then uh, you did the opportunity knocks and various other things but then then what happened to the band after that you, you, you had a few problems Um. Yes, well, we're all, we were all on that big, uh, you know, that claim to fame or, you know, that fame journey that you want to always want to be on when you're in a band and uh, hope someone's going to come along and spot you and sign you up and, uh, and that's all going to be good and uh, uh, you're away. But um, we had a member of the band who wanted to uh, try... Feels further away than the best drink is. <laughs> is that polite way of saying the singer wanted to go off and do his own thing? Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Yeah. 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 Well, no, not necessarily his yeah. own thing, but I mean, that's. Uh... No, no, <laughs> no, but anyway, he, uh, yeah, he, 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 had, he, had, he had an offer to go and do something somewhere else. And in, when you look back at it, you know, we, if we were in that position, we may well have, you know, taken yeah. that offer yeah. too. Yeah. And I take it that was the first incarnation of British Life. Yes, that's right. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. and that, that's yeah. You know, as I say, we may well have all, all, all took yeah, that if we absolutely things, things like that happen. But at the time, we were we weren't that very happy, you know, because we we felt we were making progress. We had a yeah, we, had we a thought gig. we on we thought we were on the edge, didn't we? We did. We, we had, we had a thing. session on um, on Richard Skinner on it on Radio yeah, yeah, One. Yeah, we had yeah. booked up. We had a company that was going to finance a single, um, and it was a gig in Leicester Square. I can't remember what it was that we we we'd been offered. So we had some things in the pipeline, and we were in in the Sky Star Search final. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to lose lose the the front yeah. man, the singer, yeah, you know, yeah. at that point was was a bit of a kick in in the. Uh, that must teeth. have been a good offer. Mm. Yeah. Must oh, have. absolutely, absolutely. So, well, but yeah, you 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 move on, and we've 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 carried on playing in other other projects ever since. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So did you go? You went back to Roger, didn't you? Or how did that? Yeah. Um, Roger, you okay, Mark? Me, buddy, just talking. No, it's you. fine. Yeah, um, I'll just come in when I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, um, Roger had another lineup. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. He'd put another lineup together for a couple of years or so, and that had just sort of folded around the same time. And uh, so he come along and said, "You know, you guys interested in in playing again?" So uh, that that we did, um, and that went on for about another. Another sort of six, seven years, I suppose. And then, yeah, yeah. then I had three years off for good behaviour. Mark, <laughs> Mark carried on. Yeah, I carried on. We, Who uh, was the drummer we, in the interim? We, we, um, Rick Cook. Yes, we got oh, I've met Rick. Yeah. We met Rick Cook. Uh, yeah, he's, in... he's in a Blondie tribute now. Yeah. He came to yeah. see British Lions. Yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good player, Rick. Nice guy. Yeah. He was a nice guy. We met him in Stockport. And he was playing with a Bowie tribute. Yeah, Aladdin Sane. Aladdin Sane. He still does, yeah. I think, doesn't he? Yeah, he still does. Yeah, he still does. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very incestuous, isn't it? It is. We it all is. know every point. Yeah, we all yeah. do, yeah. Yeah, good yeah. drummer, though. He is. Yeah, excellent player. But he actually yeah. rang me up. It was a, it was uh, around 2000, and I, I think I'd just done a gig 
that he couldn't do for Rogers. He, Roger ran me up to him, could you do a gig with us because Rick can't do it. So I just did this one gig and um, then Rick rang me up. I said, and I, I hadn't spoken really to Rick at all. And then he rang me up and said, oh, that's Rick Cook here. I said, hello, mate. And he said, um, just wondered, you know, he said, I, I haven't told Roger. He said, but I'm going to leave. And I just wondered if, if you'd be interested in going come back because that would smooth things over a bit. So I yeah. said, I, yeah. There's a few things I was a bit concerned about from you know, some of the hassle from the past. And he said, no, no, it's fine. Now. He said, you know, the, just give it a go. So I did. So went back again. Brilliant. So and what year was that then, Paul? That was 2000. Wow, and, uh, right, okay. I've been back with the band ever since, so... Yeah, right. Great. Yeah. a good run with that band, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. This is yeah. Uh, our 40th year coming up wow, in 2023. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. So will there be a big gig for that? Will there be a, like, a little celebration or... Or, or uh, I don't know. I, I'm just amazed mm. that the band is still going at all, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know about a, a celebration. If we could make it through the next year, I'll be, I'll be pleased. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, we're not youngsters and it's kind of, it's that high energy kind of rock, yeah, boogie of rock stuff. Yeah, you know, we don't, we're not ready to become a blues band and that's not, not for me, so. No, 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 <laughs> no. You're, you're too good so, for that, boy. Yeah. Oh, cheers, star. No, you're no, fantastic. No, not, not subtle enough for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, um, well, that's great. So yeah. what we'll do, um, just, I'm just interested, Paul, because you're right-handed, aren't you? No, he's yes. No, oh, he's right handed. No, he's no, he's right. This is what I asked. Well, How come you play left handed drums and you're right handed? Oh. How did that happen? Well, I, I did, never went for any lessons, I, but I got my first few drums and uh, yeah, my, my 12 quid first kit. And I set it up mirror image to what I could see on the telly, and I just started playing it the wrong way around. Wow. <laughs> and been doing that ever since, yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. I, 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 well, I, you always had a premier kit, didn't you? Yes. I mean, all of you had, I don't know, since then, you've had all sorts, or, but I remember but the, you with a premier. Yeah, the first kit I had was a, was a, a red sparkle, um, and that was John Gray, which is pretty antique, probably worth a few quid if I still yeah, had it. Is, yeah. And uh, I gradually replaced that uh, bit by bit, and uh, then I had a, a red premier, mm. double bass drum, during the Bass Street Kids Oh, before that, actually, no, I had a, a poly gold premier. Yeah, I had one of those. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, pretty... I'd have... Could have been yours. Still <laughs> <Could've been. laughs> <Could've been. laughs> That was a double bass drum. There were 24-inch bass drums, 18-inch floor, yeah. 16, 14, yeah. 13, 12 racks. So it was, they were big okay. concert toms, really loud. I remember that big gold kit you had, Simon. Hmm. I can remember that. the same kit, was it? <laughs> It could have been because yeah, it had two twenty four kicks, yeah, and eighteen yeah. floors. Um, <laughs> Did it come from Cooks, yeah. Norwich? <laughs> well, I think I bought it off Gary True. Oh right, could well have been there. Ah, oh, Spike. Yeah. yeah, another local legend. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. So, when did you progress onto your pearl kit, Paul? Um, when I packed up, when I gave up in nineteen ninety seven. Yes, I felt like I needed a break. I was really kind of tired with it all. Yeah, um, of course. I, I packed up, just got rid of the kit and everything. Oh, you sold it? Sold, sold up, yeah, yeah. Wow. And Buzz Hunt and Tosh Ewins. Yeah. Um, and Andy Fizzby. Yeah. Um, said, are you interested in doing, uh, you know, the odd gig and that? And we, we, we got together, because I was just getting a bit bored by then. I was starting to get, you know, itchy, itchy yeah, yeah. feet. And so, uh, and we just put a set together. I think we only did one gig. But I, I brought that, bought that um, pearl kit off of um guy from Yarmouth, um, 
Ah, oh, it's really rude of me now because I can't think of his name. <laughs> Michael, Michael, the drummer from Llewellyn. Ah, Paul Johnson's up, band. Yes, he'd given up playing drums and was playing keyboards at that point, which he still does now. Right. Um, so he sold his kit and I bought that. So that's how come I got And I, I, so I've had that now about 25 years. Wow. And it wasn't you when I got it. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It still sounds big. Yeah, it sounds great. Well, guys, what we need to do now yeah. is kind of bring you up to the present day. Yep. And, of course, now us three, um, we're all working together, aren't we? We're doing some stuff together in the, uh, the new project. Um, how did that come about? Because you, how did that come about, Mark, the Coronation well, King? Initially, I, I think Richard contact Paul. Uh, right. Certainly had a few... Uh, yeah. Got a bit itchy feet, the old uh, written a few songs and... Uh, yeah. Like to sort of throw a, throw a band together and see what it turn out like. Yeah, I've, I've always had a lot of respect and time for Richard and his songs. Yeah, of course. Mm. We were good mates back in the 80s, I think it was. Me and him had bought a van and we were doing deliveries for curries and things like that. Just, <laughs> um, <laughs> me and him, yeah. But uh, I bumped into him and he was in, I think it was in the Claremont Pier when they opened that new venue upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, I, and he'd, he'd had a few, I'd had a few, and I said, Richard, if ever you want to play again, I'd love to play drums for you. And he laughed, you know, because at the time he was doing almost nothing. Yeah. And um, surfing. Yes, that's it, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and then out of the blue, about four years ago. About four yeah, it years must ago, be. Yeah, 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 must yeah, be. Because yeah. you, you were, you two, you guys were together before I. Uh, yeah, only for a matter of weeks, in. I think. Really. Yeah, in weeks, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, was weeks. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He phoned me up and he said, would you be still be interested in playing? I said, yeah, yeah absolutely. He said, do you think Mark would be? Yeah. And I said, well, I'm sure he would, but I'll ask. And he, of course, Mark was. Mm. And then we were sort of, you know, thought, who can, who can be, get as a bass player? And yeah. Richard said, yeah, about John. So yeah, he yeah. said, well, I know I, John. No so, one else was available. Yeah, well, no, that's right. We've already asked everyone else yes. first. But. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> that's 40 years of friendship. What a wonderful man. I'll tell you how that came about for me. I bumped into Richard Taylor in Southwold. And he went, Johnny boy. And uh, I thought, oh, hello, Rich. You need to see, you need to, you need to phone Richard. I said, I ain't got his number. Why do I need to phone him? He's getting a band together. You need to be in that band. Oh, be, I said, all oh, right. So uh, <laughs> then... Yeah, this is yeah. Richard Barrett we're talking about. Sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking about Richard Barrett. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, I got in contact, or Richard got in contact. I can't remember. Did I phone Richard or did Richard phone me? Maybe Richard Taylor had said to Richard, I don't know how that came about. Anyway, I, I turned up at Richard's house and... And then because I knew Frank and, and you know Frank because he used to engineer for us and yeah, yeah. just a wonderfully talented man really in, mm. in all aspects. And uh, and then of course yeah. the Coronation Kings was born and then yep. that was great that first, when we did that first album yeah, it, it, at the Windmill Studios with Johnny, that yeah. was just... Yeah. I really enjoyed that. that yeah, was I did. So I did. fun, so good. Yeah, it's been it's been for me personally. I found it a real challenge. I mean, the first yeah, album, course. we were kind of all playing to our strengths. So it was it was a yeah. a, a blend of different kind of styles and influences. Yeah. yeah. The second album, which well received, all that first album. It won. Well received. Oh, absolutely. Album. Yeah, absolutely. But it it was you know um, like like we've said on our website, it was an, an indie rock singer. You know, reached Indie a couple of heavy hitters, yeah. and it was that. You it know, you could that. hear those it influences was. in the way we played those songs. Yeah. Yeah. The new album, the latest album, is is more. It's more true to Richard, 
and we've all kind of adapted in the way we're playing. So I think yeah. it's, it's it's a lot less of the the hard hitters. Yeah, I, think, I agree. And, and especially yeah. for you, Time Mark. What well, is for yeah. me? That's a yeah. big yeah. challenge yeah. for me. Massive challenge the for first you, man. Because I'm not a you know, I'm not an indie guitar player. I'm a bloody rock guitar player. And uh, but some it's of that hard stuff to know. Yeah, because I'm you've done on the, the ideas that Richard has, and then I got to try and transform that into something that he would like uh, in, in, uh, other than you know not to be the massive rock rips yeah but something a bit less uh you know a bit more indie than rock but uh, some of the songs that richard's come up with and he said no i don't like that and then you've gone away yeah and yeah, you've come uh, up with what you do yeah, which you that's... do brilliantly i know you won't say that but i'm gonna say it <laughs> you do that brilliantly yeah, some of the stuff dropped in there a bit easier than i thought but you know absolutely so, uh, and then some richard of it, some of it don't you know yeah, i have to sit and think 100 percent. and then richard's oh i like the song now because yeah. Mark has done whatever oh, he's yeah. done and yeah, made that yeah, song. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, at the end of the day, we, we, I mean, we, Paul and I always talk, we, th th this is Richard's baby, and Richard is the, he is the principal songwriter. And, he, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, the, yeah. There's he, no he, doubt The chords, the uh, We the all lyrics, know our plays. Uh, you know, they're, all, they're all his. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and then we, you know, we, uh, he brings it along, well, he, he drops it on uh, Garage Band and drops it off at me, and I'll kick it around for a bit, and then... Uh, we tend to come up with something yeah, something reasonable. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, and everyone it's, has their input, and yeah, it comes out from time nice. to time to take yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah, anyway. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That, but I mean, that's yeah. a massive change for me. I know, because mm. I'm all you know. Well, I, I'd never seen rock riffs. playing with a set of brushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. It's a whole new ball yeah. game. Well, I'm, see, I never yeah. played acoustic. Yeah. I've got an acoustic, but I, I don't... Yeah, you, you know, never get me to play an acoustic. I, I never play acoustic. Cross, you, that's just, just something to whittle around on at home just to keep my fingers moving. You yeah. know, that's a, it's one of those things. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, Richard plays acoustic, and then half the song's on the latest album are acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we yeah. knew that's the way what Richard wanted, didn't he? Yeah, he wanted, yeah. he wanted yeah. that, you know. Yeah. And they do flow out of him these melodies. Oh sure, yeah, we recorded do. all the tracks on a personal level. We recorded them with a with a, a live kit. We weren't sure if we were going to do that at one no, point. No, that's right. No, that's right. So we did use a kit, but it was a, also a matter of not playing a stock rock fill anywhere. If you know what I mean, it was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. play it in a in a. I'm not an indie drummer, but I tried to put my you know. But you've played them drums on that album. I'm not just saying it because you're sitting there, Paul. They are fantastic. You are just saying it because I'm sitting here, John. Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> I'm actually bloody awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, no, in all seriousness, what an absolute joy the guitar and the drums are for me on that album. Well, the whole thing, John, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, of course. We're all really pleased with it, aren't we? Yeah, we are, yeah. I'm more than surprised. Everybody's contribution. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. I must admit, that was, that was a struggle. Not a struggle. It, it, it was a brain ache for, for myself, and uh, I'm sorry to track guys, but Richard loved that Van Morrison fretless sound. And yeah. I've never played a fretless, and but when he, he heard what we were, or, you know, he, he just loved that sound, and, yeah. and, and it has transformed onto the album. But, but really you've, well. you've not only you've done that, um, it, you've contributed to the song in, in every kind of way with the, the melodies that you play on the bass. But then when we started playing acoustically, I had to learn to play a, you did. a, a cajon. Yeah, you did. But you went and bought an upright bass, which you yeah. never played before, and learned to play upright bass. Yeah, and, that, and was, that was a new discipline you know, so, for yeah, me. Everybody has made a huge effort to get, yeah, their, they have. get yeah, out of their really, comfort zone. It seems like you've really adapted on this new album and the last album, because you know you played in a lot of cover bands, and some with me, and where you've... Basically, you're copying what somebody else is playing. Yes. And now you're being creative. Yeah. Coming up. I, I, I did find that hard 
you've done a great job. He does, Richard absolutely. Is, yeah. Richard is very particular on what he wants, and he'll tell you straight away, no, I don't like that. But I like that. He <laughs> will tell you, you know, and yeah. that's probably the best way about it. But it has, it's been really hard. But, you know, it, I think Richard's brought the best creative out of me. Mm. Mm. And it's, it's been, it's been I, I just love being with these guys. Oh, that's great. They're just the best. Sorry, Simon. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, well, that's that's brilliant. Well, guys, um, I mean, is there anything? We've got Coronation Kings, but you're still doing Buster James. Yeah, yeah of course. Still, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything well, else you guys are up to? Uh, or? No, no, no. Musically? No, no. Uh, well, we're still songwriting. I mean, you know, Richard uh, is still, you know, we, we, we probably still got another a, a album of stuff. Yeah. Uh, easily. Yeah, uh, there is stuff actually. Stuff songs that we haven't done. Um, yeah, there is. Yeah. So we're still, we're still on that journey. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're not going to see an Alvernagon reunion or anything else? Yeah, well, mm, yeah. Probably no, I, not. I, I think <laughs> maybe one or two people would, but no. What we need is a Bastardia and a Bastry Kids reunion. That's like you did in 2016. Unfortunately, we were just asked actually um ah, h who runs yeah. the room in in yarmouth yeah cool um yeah he um asked if the uh Bastry kids were interested in doing an 80s band kind of reunion gig yeah, next yeah. year with with a couple of other names like i don't know if i'm not gonna mention who they are because i don't know if they've been spoken to yet yeah um but uh i'm, I'm me and mark are up for it and okay. kirk is up for it um lance and richard probably won't be available so we can't do it oh, no. okay no it's a shame. When would it be? Next year? Next June, the end of yeah, June so next year. Yeah. That was the plan. Yeah, yeah, okay. They ain't like you've got to learn a whole set either. So Are you on six, six, seven numbers or so. Well, I'm not sure yet. No, no. Yeah. Well, well, no yeah, that's that's what Richard said. He wasn't okay, sure. Yeah. No, that's fair. And, and, hey, so yeah. It's awkward for some people to fit, fit everything in. Huh? You know, yeah, of course. If you're, yeah. In, if you're in other bands and other commitments, that's hard yeah. to fit it all in. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, you can't rehearse at the end of the day. And, yeah, because you have. It's a lot of time commitment, isn't it? Yeah, that is. But it would have been nice. Yeah, well, why nice. did it have to be that time of the year? Can't it be later in the year? Or, uh... Possibly. I, I, I haven't gone back to H yet to mm. let him know what, what yeah, the outcome is. I don't think it's an absolute fixed date on it, because obviously mm. if, if, if the people he's asked can't do it, then he's got to move it or ask yeah, yeah. other bands. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right. So, Mark, just to finish with you, what, what gear are you playing now? Well, I know what gear, but for all those non-techie heads out there in podcast land, tell us what well, gear you use. A parts caster that I uh, <laughs> bought, sounds great. Bought and painted and uh, put together myself. That telly is amazing. Um, yeah, it's a really nice guitar. You're uh, partial to a nice telly, aren't you, Mark? Yeah. Well, you know, I like a bit of TV, you yeah. know. <laughs> LCDs, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it came out a lot better. I thought I'd have a go. You know, I bought all the bits. Uh, st- we stained all the body and everything and put, threw it all together and uh, actually came out all right. And that's the, I play it all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you use quite techie equipment on your amplifier. Oh, so. Yeah, I've got a camper. Yeah. I've had that 10 years um, and it's let me down once. For a, I mean, it's basically a computer in a box. Yeah. Uh, so as that's always, one of the uh, first cameras. Boots. Uh, yeah, for, I, I bought it when it came out. Uh, it's ten years old. Um, incredible bit of gear, uh, and it still is. Um, Actually, talking about that, the last gig I saw you play with Buster James. Yeah, I think you you wanted to come back on for an encore, and you turned it off. 
You had to re- wait for it yes. to reboot. Well, this is the problem, yeah. It, 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 is a, it is a computer in a box. <laughs> ah, that's true. It, it takes about two yeah. minutes to boot up yeah. <laughs> when you turn it on. Before you could start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They are great yeah. on campus. Yes. Well, they that's an incredible great. piece of gear. But, you know, the, the, these things, everyone knows gear changes all the time. You know, you buy one thing this week and there'll be something better out next week. You just can't, you, you can't keep up with that. No, you've just got to find something you're happy with. Yeah. yeah. And I've been happy with that for, for yeah. 10 years. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of PA speakers for the, uh, that's the amp part of it. And uh, the that's incredibly that? loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, we yeah. have experienced that. Yeah. Some of us in this There's room. There's no one louder than me on stage. <laughs> Not even the drummer. <laughs> oh. Well, guys, we're going to call it. So thanks for coming. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for asking. Really good. Good to see you very much. Cheers. Another great interview. Another great podcast. You know, that was... I really love talking to Paul and Mark. What do you think? Yeah, well, obviously, you know, I, I think I mentioned at the beginning that Paul's a bit of a hero of mine. Yeah, From, of course. from the early days. So, I mean, he, him, actually, Paul and, and Tim, um, are probably locally my two biggest influences as drummers who, who really got me into playing. So, you know, I've got, I've got the, a lot... You know, I've got them to thank for that, or not, as the case may be. But um, <laughs> but uh, no, that was a really that was a really good. It's really nice to to talk to them and hear the history and, and the stuff they were doing in the early days and and all the gigs. It, it was very interesting. Yeah, those. I mean, you know, uh, we thought it would be a good thing to get both Paul and Mark in um, because that that kind of their kind of their journey is kind of really interlinked. Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, through the years back, you know, like from the Alverna, which I absolutely love. I just wanted to be in that band. I just wanted to be when I was 18, I just wanted to be in a band with Paul and Mark. Well, I could understand that. I mean, um, that, I just, I just thought I, I loved Alverna gun. I loved Alverna gun more than what they've done. Uh, with with Roger and with Richard in in Bass Street, for me, mm-hmm. I think Alvern. I thought I want to be in the band. Well, they definitely had something back in the day. They had absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we've obviously seen them quite a few times. Being a local band, yeah, of no, course. There, I mean, there was quite a few local rock bands around. Yeah, if you go back thirty. Yeah, more years. yeah, yeah. But that, they they were they used to stand out as one of the. One well, of the, for the our generation, bands. I think they yeah. did. You know, you could go back to the Boy Bastons and stuff like that, and, and Crow and stuff like that. Great, yeah. Fantastic. They were a little bit before our time. Yeah, they were. Yeah, but for our for my generation, and uh, yeah, I, we were children of the eighties, really. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah we were. Yeah. So <laughs> the early eighties. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pardon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our engineers. Yes, laughing. it's I just the old why. producer man, yeah. you know. It's just, what's up, Danny? You found an invoice again? What's <laughs> up? You know, is everything all right, you know? You know, he's found a quid, I think, so I'm on oh, the floor. Dear, oh, dear. dear. But it, was, it was the, the 1880s, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. No, I yeah, love them great. guys. And, and, and working with guys. them today, and, and I, I, I can remember when I first went in the studio with him, uh, I thought, wow, this is just, just so good. Mm. So it was a great episode. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, and, uh, well, I think it's time to sign off again. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see Fantastic. what's on for next week. Yeah. Okay. So it's goodbye good from me. Yeah, and goodbye from me.